What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Roll for Damage Lore Edition. Uh, we were planning on doing a finale sometime soon. Uh, turns out this week we couldn't really get everyone together, get the right time set up, all that. So we're bringing you some more lore for Dresseria, the brain child of our DM. Today, I think we're going to introduce you to some of the religions, some of the gods, you know, maybe some cool religious sites or artifacts uh the pantheon of gods that we are using is in fact uh, all homebrewed as well rdm has came up with new gods and a different hierarchy of sorts and he is here with us and uh i'm austin uh i also have jojo and Corey here to uh ask some questions Roll with the me. dm and we have Andrew, and we'll get all the info we want to get. Most of it. Oh, we'll get all of it. Okay. We'll get we'll get ours. Okay. Well. Um, I guess we'll just start pretty simple. Uh, what is uh how is your pantheon structured, Andrew? Is there like one at the top? Is it like uh, Trinity at the top, and then like there? Lesser gods, greater gods. What do you? What is like the overall structure of your uh, pantheon of gods? Let's just start there. Uthar is uh, Odin. Uh, he's a big guy. He's the number one. I was really lazy when I made it like that because it's a lot to make a pantheon. So I went just direct. Uthar's the all father ruler of the universe that he's created or the world i don't know if there's higher powers outside okay of that one second just a question on that real quick yeah um so do you mean like he's the top god like zeus and like odin yep or exactly like that okay because then and i was just wondering so he does interact with the other gods still Somewhat. He's uh, he's their dad, in a way. Okay, alright. But some of them, he's not. You know, uh, his sister, that he, he tried to make a equal. Because, uh, you know, he was lonely. He created the universe and was like, shit, there's nothing to do. And, you know, in part because lazy writing on me. And then his sister turned on him. Because uh, she, he gave her equal amount of power. They just can't kill each other because that's just how it is it's how i'm gonna keep it you know it just doesn't make sense why one god could kill the other big god that you know helped make her and the universe so that's his equal of anything in power but we really don't hear about her too much because she's very much uh in the back you know what i mean she's not uh present as much as he is but she is definitely more terrifying in ways than he is because, you know, she's created horrible gods. You know what I mean? She's created uh, uh, the god of demons. Uh, and as weird as it sounds, she create, created a god of order. Uh, god of uh, a different god of war, more evil one. You know, god of darkness. And then... So she's the bad guy. She's the boogeyman. She is the boogeyman, essentially. And then, you know, like these... They're not minor gods. You know, I don't know the difference between greater and, good and lesser gods. But, you know, these are just, like, her cronies that she made. You know, there's a there's a lot of them. She's made six. You know, there's one in the gray, the god of, uh, goddess of the fae. She's uh, kind of a mystery to everyone, just as, you know, the fae is a mystery to most people. My, um, my question about uh, people like that is, what kind of followers do they have? Like, what kind of things would the adventurers see in the world correlating to said god to which one i got a lot i think i gave you the, them. the one that you were just describing like what would you what would you Shoot. necessarily see like would you walk in and there's like a murder with a bunch of like offerings towards uh, do people even worship the two the, the mom and dad gods that's what or i'm saying they... is like is there any like worship or is there anything that you'd like you'd find a like the only people that would know about them are like really 
old ancient adventurers or people that have been alive for so long and seen some shit or they're like basically like a witcher or they're like some sort of spartan basically yeah uh yes there is uh maybe not direct worship to itris and uthar except for you know maybe like the god of light you know is a is not a you know he's a descendant but you know some people instead of the god of light you know it's myth and legend that Uthar created them. So, you know, they might praise Uthar more, sometimes more than Thaldor. And it's the same thing with, you know, the god of death, Gulhareth. Um, she created him. Itris created Gulhareth, the god of death. And yeah, there could be offerings in like her warden, her ward or symbol, you know, in a god of death's church or a cult. There's just ways to find it that you could just, you know, you clearly find them. So, do yeah, the, there's worship to them. Do the deities ever take, like, avatar form and come down to the the mortal planes themselves? Very limited, but yeah. That's definitely something that happens Um, more like uh, uh, the god of war definitely the good god of war and the bad god of war uh definitely have avatars because they're a lot more present when there's fighting uh the god of light thaldor not as much because i i just don't think he would you know what i mean how but many, how many gods are there uh one two three there's eight plus six fourteen plus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen plus fourteen. There's twenty-eight plus the two super uh gods, Uthar and Itris. There's thirty. Oh wow. So we could do uh, an entire episode or two probably just on the different gods. Yeah. Or I could just run through them, you know what I mean? Just kind of give you a background of it. Um so here's well, a, here's do, a like, thing. More important ones. We should actually let's just. Uh, what's that, Corey? I was wondering if if he does like alignments because I was wondering like then he could go like name alignment and like portfolio real quick. That's what I was thinking. We could should just run down the list of gods. God portfolios. Yeah, like give us give us their LinkedIn account. Okay. Uh, just a little bit of whatever they do. Like we're HR people hiring gods. Yeah, if we were HR people hiring gods. Okay, so uh, Itris. We'll just start. We'll start with Itris just because she's at the top of the list. Itris, Wait, real quick, real quick. Are they all like human? No. Are they different races then too? They can be. They're gods. They can take any given form they want. Okay. All right. All right. That makes sense. All right. Continue. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Itris, top of the list. She's uh chaotic evil i would say more than lawful just because of you know the way that she made the god her gods or her cronies is really wild you know she made a god of order and then she made a god of darkness and those really don't go hand in hand so i would say she's chaotic and a portfolio for her is probably uh, hmm, like skullduggery or you know, just slinking in the shadows, just kind of with the god of darkness, you know? She's very behind the scenes. Uh, Uthar, he's the all-father. I don't know if there's a portfolio for that, you know, because he's made a lot of stuff, so there's different things that people could worship, and it could go to Uthar. You know what I mean? But he's uh, he's lawful good, you know? He... So maybe like justice or unity? A little bit, yeah. Thank you. Uh, the God of Death, Gulhareth, obviously he has a huge following. And that's just inherently because of what he does. He's the God of Death. People die at some fucking point. So whether or not they worship him is kind of minor, but he's always present. You know, I don't think a God of Death can die, but we'll find out. Uh, his portfolio, death, sickness, ill health, you know, just stuff not good for anyone but it just it is what it is god of demons is the uh, huskad he is the asmodeus essentially of 
Dresaria. You know, same portfolio. He's got deals. He lies to other uh, minor demons or major demons. He's just very crazy. Uh, God of War, Chermilk, it's very easy for him. He is a Minotaur given form. To me, he sounds like a Minotaur. Uh, God of War, that's what it is. You know, he's about battles and maybe more or less than the good God of War. He starts more shit. He stirs his, you know, he stirs the pot a little bit more. Uh, God of Darkness is Zorosh. And it's a, it's like interest. It's like a, a direct air almost. He's very in the background. He's doing skullduggery. You know, he's making people, you know, come out at night. I don't know if he has a huge number of worship just because darkness is a hard one to cover for me. But that's generally what he's about. God of the Fae is, uh, she's called the or Goddess of the Fae. She's the Laroons. And I don't have anything for her just because we haven't dealt with the Fae too much except for the couple episodes we did in Lepeth. So I think she's just chilling for now on this list. Uh, and then the good God of War is uh, Itpix. Uh, in myth and legend, she's pictured as a Minotaur fighter, and she doesn't stir the pot as much as uh, Chermilk does. She's a uh, very if it's on the right side, she'll fight. You know, she'll give blessings to. You know, if you're in the right, she'll more than likely give you boons or blessings of battle prowess. Uh, God of Shadows is a. Uh, another one, these almost mirror each other. God of Shadows is Ferneros, and uh, he's more about being a rogue than anything. Like, he pulls pranks on other gods, stuff like that. He's always hiding, you know, tying the shoelaces together kind of thing. Uh, God of Peace is Ralikos. And it's exactly what it is. It's just the God of Peace when there's downtime. You know, he makes sure stuff is bountiful and just friendly and people he's has a high number of worshipers i would say is probably more of a major god than anything uh, god of light thaldor we've discussed this guy uh god of light is different than god of the sun god of light is you know justice unity strength in numbers kind of thing like that with you know comrades or he's depicted like that uh the god of strength udes is mainly like battle prowess and might for overcoming obstacles or stuff like that or you know given a spiritual sense you know if someone with cancer in Dresaria you know prays for strength and you know uses Udez's name and they're notable or you know he finds the time to look upon them you know they might have you know more time or he might bless them with better health I don't know how much gods can fuck around in Dresaria, if that makes sense. And sometimes he'll just help people out. God of Magic is Arasal. He is she, he is, sorry, he is the one who controls the weave. He's a very background god. You won't ever find me too much, but you know when you cast a spell, it's because he is maintaining the mantle of magic on Dresaria. Uh, god of the Sun, Zenbris, he's just like uh, Apollo. He, you know, maybe he's more physical because the way I picture it, he's got a sun on the back of a ship up in space and he's just towing that bitch around. Goddess of Moon is Retdes and it's just like Artemis in Greek myth and legend where, you know, she controls the moon. She makes sure it comes every day. She's just like Zembris. God of Luck is kind of a gambler. Uh, his name is Lunas, and you know, if you get lucky, you can, you know, you can praise Lunas in that instance or something like that. God of Life is, uh, to me, a lot uh, big. You know, God God of Life is hard to cover. You know, if you know you're old, you might praise Oase because you're still alive, and you know, if you have a grandson in Dresaria, you know. Oase made it possible that that baby came and was healthy. Uh, Goddess of Dreams is Warus Roar, Russ. 
is her name. And Goddess of Dreams is a hard one to cover. She just, you know, if someone's having a bad dream, I think she's kind of like the the Sandman, you know, if you're sleeping, you know, she gives you good dreams, really. I don't have a lot for these minor gods, but I'll cover them as good as I can. Uh, the God of Misfortune, tough one. Uh, I don't um, have too much. I don't think you have to go over, like, every single god. More or less, uh, I think we should <laughs> mostly focus on the main gods, the ones that are worshipped by the majority, I think. Um, Perfect. Or the ones that are, like, most active. Especially in the area um, pertaining to Arc 2. Okay. That I can do. Uh, Corey, you got maps on you? Uh, I can pull them up. Um, no, 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 no worries. It's just, there are a lot, a lot, a lot. And I, I realize that um, some of them kind of overlap. Um, and can be kind of similar. And so I want to just kind of go into a little bit more of uh, the main gods, um, especially uh, from, like, you know, Brubor, uh, Aben, Otis, Arath. Um, so let's start in, in Aben, though, um, because uh, Little Birdie has told me that uh, we may be spending a little bit of time there. Um, so Aben, right smack dab in the center of the map uh, as far as Arc 2 goes. Um, it's a little fro floating island, the Free Nation. Uh, so it seems like that area is kind of like a, a bit of a melting pot. Yep. Uh, so... What gods are we going to see there? Are we going to see, like, big shrines, little shrines? Um, how exactly do people worship uh, gods here? Do they just pray to them? Do they do big, elaborate ceremonies? Are there holidays? You know what I mean? Okay, I got you. Uh, yeah, Western Horde, we'll just start with them, because this is broken up into four different sections. The Western Horde is uh, very much the god of strength, because... Like I said, with the Western Horde, it's a bunch of people that can come together because they didn't fit in somewhere else. And so there is a huge, in the Western Horde, where on the map you see that big tent, that's their shrine to that god. You know, they're about strength, unity, being together, and being a, a, a nation, I suppose. Uh, Horbin Kingdom and Infini, they worship... Uh, sorry. Um, the Western it. Horde, that sounds, uh, pretty ominous. Um, is it safe to say they're at war with most of the other nations? No. Um, no, they're not? Not at all. Oh, well, that's good. Um, all right, continue, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, Infini worships, uh, the god of, uh, parties. I made a new one since last, uh episode drop god of parties is a, a big place there uh and it takes the worship takes place in many different forms because it's very easy to cover being god of parties or god of stuff like that and like i said infinite is just a huge party place you know they work they do their shit and then when they're off it's just like a light switch a, a light switch they you know they go from working and then all of a sudden you know it's time to turn up bars are opening everything's flowing a lot of fun in infinite and then the twin city to infinite the horbin kingdom where the ruler is they uh worship the god of order you know huh. there's a there's a lot of politicking going around there's a lot of balance of scales there where everything's really official so they worship uh most god uh, Ember Main Pride is just like a stopping point in Aben. As cool as it is, and there's Leonin there, and it's mainly Leonin. They worship uh, the god of the sun there, Zenbris, and it's just because that's what they believe in. You know, they show them the light kind of thing, and they're about that. And then up in the dunes, it's just kind of meandering tribes. The du the dune the Danugoth tribe is probably the uh, 
most essential one there and they worship uh they worship the goddess of water because it is just uh tritons and water genasi mainly at that uh city uh they worship uh what's her name atia they worship her there and there's uh i can't tell you how they worship her because uh it's it might be a story point fair enough yeah that covers Aben. All right. So after Aben, let's move up um, into Brubor. Well, actually, hold on. Do you guys have any questions oh. about that stuff? Uh, well, okay. So I actually did have questions about holidays. Are there holidays? Yeah. Um, I don't know what they are yet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Something to think about for sure. Um, so, Horbin Kingdom and Infani. You said they're twin cities and they worship gods that are pretty dissimilar. Is there any lore there about like why they're called the twin cities? Uh, yeah, one is uh, the Horbin Kingdom is King Stormstar, and then his twin brother uh, is literally a crybaby about everything, and that's how he got that city. And the castle is he crybabied enough to get his own place. And oh. he doesn't have the responsibilities of King Stormstar. Prince Stormstar is very let loose, doesn't care kind of thing. So that's why there's a lot of partying. And they're twin brothers. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the the Embermane Pride, are they related to the uh yes the leonin they are yep okay uh does that mean that the other leonin are also worshipers of zembris as well most of them uh right. I, mean, I guess it's not really a question but uh I think there's one other god that's I don't know if it like necessarily widely worshipped on that continent, but uh, uh let's see its name. Uh Lunas. Am I right on that, Andrew? Lunas. Maybe a little bit in one town. God of luck. Yeah. Right? I don't want yeah. to spoil the town necessarily. Maybe I know a secret still, but yeah, we got a secret, Reese. But yeah, Lunas is uh, probably I mean, more. Lunas is not like outside of that particular area I'm talking about. I guess I keep saying town, so it spoils that it's a town. But you know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, Lunas is more believed in there, but Lunas is like a blanket. You know, you find a gold piece. You know, and you're like, oh, thank Lunas or whatever, like that. You know, and that's kind of, you know, it's one of more of a, of a background god I believe is. You know, just like the example I gave, you find a gold coin and you're like, huh, my day just got better. Thank Lunas for this. More of a passive god than a, uh interrupt and, like, fuck up shit god, basically. Yeah, and I got cool shit for you for uh, what you're thinking about in the place. So, I can't really tell you more about Lunas being there. But yeah, Lunas is uh, more worshipped in an area on Aben than anywhere else, probably. All right, all right. Um, all right, so I want to move up into to Brewboar uh, and talk about those gods a little bit. But uh, to be honest, that's only because uh, I have a special interest in that area. <laughs> Why are you interested in Brewboar, Corey? Let me know. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh Brubor, the Quavir dynasty, worships Ret as goddess of the moon. It's because they're drow. Been like Fair that enough. since the beginning of whenever the fuck they came from the underground. It just made sense to me that they worship a god of darkness, essentially, or a form of a god of darkness. Uh, the Ronel kingdom is Genasi, mostly Genasi and humans, and they worship the goddess of Sebens there. Seasons. And the name, her name is Nabin. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, I kind of, that's why I made that one. Huh. And then Meldrun Hall is kind of a mix. There's not a set 
religious practice. You know, there's the god of strength that's there. There's the god of magic that's there. God of... Uh, I don't have one, but I would think that, you know, maybe as the world evolves and you guys play in it and I DM in it, you know, it could be a thing that happens. Maybe an ascended blacksmith? Maybe. Who are you talking Lord? about? I don't know. Mm. It could happen. I, I've i only ascended six mortals from being mortal to uh, deities. So... But it is possible. It is possible. But it's a very uh, big what if. I'll say. So it, sorry. Uh, so is it then that most of the deities are all like family? And then yeah. just a couple of them have ascend, or ascended from mortals to godhood? Absolutely. There's actually a new god that I made up and put in here as well it's called the god of dragons and that's uh venuthra i got the cool idea from uh the the new book fizzbins and i was like yeah i'm just gonna put that in there sounds sick nice. but yeah that's brew boar um you got questions about that at all guys um, pretty straightforward for yeah for all those there good 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 um, um all right. Cover Can me. Cover we... Aben? Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, we got Brewboard. We got Aben. Um, is Otis where the Leonin are? Nope, that's Aben. Did you listen to the last episode, Corey? I'm going to stone cold stun on you if you didn't. <clears throat> no. Just you kidding. know, I'm, I'm recovering from an ear infection. Uh... Yeah, what do you want to cover? Someone, let's go. I got a lot of shit for a lot of stuff. Um. Well, let's go up to Otis. Otis. Uh, all the, yeah, the the all the orc tribes and stuff up there. The problem child. Yeah. Uh, Otis is a very uh mixture. There's a uh, god of there's a uh, more present god of death, worship there. Sorry, I had a hair in my mouth. There, uh, both gods of war are definitely more present on Otis than anywhere else and then the god of strength they believe in a totally different form of worship uh the god of strength there so there's a lot going on maybe the main one would probably be uh one of the god of wars that is present on there yeah i think that's that's just otis in a nutshell is just if it's got to do with fighting or you know death it, it those gods are more prevalent there that definitely uh, makes sense. Um, and they're butted up against Vabrun. That's why the God of War is there. Both of them. Yeah. 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 And the yeah. God of Death, because there's a lot of death along the Metal Claw. Yeah, Vabrun's actually uh, butted up there against two different nations. But uh, So, the Leonin on Aben worshipped primarily Zembris, the God of the Sun, and, and like righteousness and stuff, right? Yep, and the God of Strength is probably the other one that's there. God of Strength. And then Vabrun, um, are there differences in, in worship between Vabrun, the, the Leonin and Vabrun, and the Leonin and Aben? Uh, yes and no. Most of them believe in Zembris uh, and, the God of, and the God of Strength, uh, Udes. But there's not much difference between Aben, well, not Aben. There's not much difference between the Leonin on Vabrun and the Embermane Pride on Aben. They all believe, generally, you know, except for like the wandering tribes that are in Vabrun, they all believe in Thaldor and Udes, respectively, and in equal measure, I would say. And if you want to find like shrines or worship, uh, Golden Sea or the Raj Mahal is the place to look for those. Okay. The Flint Claw is just like a huge fortress. So, you know, there might be, you know, a couple statues to each gods in the Flint Claw, but they're more present in the Raj Mahal and Golden Sea. Um, do they have like the the same, any of the same holidays as the the Leonin on Aben? 
I would say, yeah, they have the same holidays, they're the same race, so they probably believe in the same stuff. Alright. Well, then, let's move down to uh, the Minotaur Kingdoms butted up there against Veyrune. Uh, yeah. Uh, God of Strength, God of Magic is present here. Uh, and the God of Light is here, not the God of Sun. God of the Light is uh, more worshipped around here. God of Strength is more Fistbreaker and Dragonhorn, and also the God of War is also worshipped at uh, Fistbreaker's port as well. And the God of Magic is more worshipped up by Steel Pelt. God of Strength is just kind of a blanket for the entire nation or continent or whatever this is here. Yeah, like the, the peninsula. Yeah. They worship anybody at the monastery place? Isn't there a monastery on this continent? Or on this country, I mean? Yeah, Nimble Strike. Nimble Strike is worship. That's actually got shit to do with the PC. Give me a second. Uh, campaigns, group two, Ronin. Sorry, you asked a good question. I was not ready for it. Yeah, the monastery uh, actually believes in Venuthra, the god of dragons. Sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool what uh, Mike thought up and came up with. I was like, yeah, this is sick, so... Yeah, Nimble Strike has their own like uh, worship, religion, maybe cult thingy going on there. Is it Dragonborns that live there? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. I didn't think so, but I thought maybe it's uh, worship dragons that maybe there was. Yeah, what we did, what me and Mike did when we made uh, this monastery up, well, it was on the map, and then he just ran with it. Is the monastery more or less like saves like slaves and like orphans and stuff like that? So there's a mixture of different races in Nimble Strike that, uh, you know, worship, you know, they grow up there essentially, or they're saved by them. So they adopt the religion and it's the God of Dragons. And I'm pretty pleased that Mike came up with that and ran with it. This is the way. Uh, yeah, kind of a little bit. It's a monastery that. Uh, you know, I would say fighters and monks mostly, maybe some barbarians that uh, just channel their religion a different way from the teachings. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on over here, but just makes it cooler for storytelling. Yeah. Um. Sounds like there's gonna be a a lot of rich lore as we go from town to town and in Arc Two. Yeah, I hope there is. I, I gotta make some stuff up, but there will be for sure. Um. Alright, and then... So... This area is butted up against... Um, Conclave, right? Latoon. Latoon. Um, so, tell us a little bit uh, about... The, the gods worshipped in this area? All of them. All of them, okay. Alright. Yeah, a lot of, you know, these guilds are very uh, different from each other, as stated. And so they have a lot of different beliefs. They have a lot of different uh, teachings. You know, there's just, there's just so much going on in this wedge of continent that, you know, there's no room for not a lot of different worship. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll just blanket this map and just say, you know, there's not really a, a prevalent god that stands out among most. You know, like at the Accord in the middle of Latoon, Uthar has a huge shrine there. That's about as big as it gets, but then you can go to Fallbraids, Tarun, Etheril, Dembrath, Yandala, Alrongla, uh, Alm, Deadland, and Moharland, and, you know, there's a lot of different shit going on. So, I know it sounds lazy to say all of them, but they all worship and believe in different shit. That's how the guilds work, and that's why they can never agree on anything either. 
Uh, that would make a lot of sense. Um, especially, like you said, if it is so diverse. And it would kind of depend on where you're at as to what's worshipped. Yeah, and like, uh, this is just going more into it. You know, uh, there's, a, I think it's Denbreath. That is like the super like lawful place, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta file something to go walk your dog, for an example, you know, if, you know, you go against the teachings of their God, you probably will get thrown in jail for the night or, you know, if it's too offensive to, uh, you know, the breach of law that they have there, you know, you could just go to jail and just rot. But then Fallbraids is a super free place where... You know, it's very chaotic there. And, you know, they won't give a shit if you don't like their god. They're just going to tell you to shove it, essentially. Um, Real quick, while we're in uh, the Latoon uh, Conclave, um, which two neighbors are the most different from each other? Probably Yandala and Fallbraids. As, uh, like, as much as Denbrath is lawful and you got to, you know, there's a there's a file for everything that you have to do or a, 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 you need a permission from stuff. Yandala is uh, very controlled as well, but it's more about just uh, like, you know, it's peaceful there. There's a school of magic that they teach uh, people how to be uh, wizards, you know, so it's very uh, mechanical in its nature, I guess. And then, like I said, Fall Braids is just wild as fuck. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, moving on uh, real quick uh, to the last kind of continent is Itrix. Yes, sir. So uh, what okay. can you tell us about the gods in Itrix? I can't tell you shit about Darrington because I haven't wrote shit about Darrington because honestly, I don't think you guys will go there. It just might be a stopping point or... You know, a special thing that you guys do, and then I'll make up some stuff there. But Southern Barbarians believe in the God of Strength and because they're barbarians. It just makes sense to me to do that. Uh, God of the Forge, Reese brought up a good point. Probably should make a God of Forge there at some point. Probably will after this episode. And then the city of Morinor, where the High Elves are, is the God of Light. It's definitely worshipped there. That's like... There's not very much room for different religion in Morinor just because there's so many, there's such a high population of Hyos there. And, you know, there's probably shrines like every three blocks to the God of Light. Wow. Yep. They must be uh, pretty devout then. Are they like uh, the most devout in their worship out of the, the continents? Uh, I think Otis would have to argue with them about being the most devout. But I would say they're up there, for sure. Yeah, Otis, they live that lifestyle. Exactly. It's hard to live a lifestyle of light, and I, you know, by definition, I think it's they're more uh, peaceful with each other, and they're a lot nice neighbors and stuff like that. But then Otis is just like, yeah, we're just gonna go hopefully kill the Leonin on the wall and take the wall finally. So go God of Death. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, wow, this was super easy, actually. Is yeah. Zoldry uh, High Elves, by the way? The Zoldry Realm? Yeah, the Zoldry Realm is uh, the rival dynasty to the Drow dynasty. Yeah, it's all that. High Elves. And like uh, with with uh, King Zoldry, he's like the first one in church. You know, they're all super devout to it, like Corey asked. But, you know, he's the first one in the church and he's the last one out, except for, you know, maybe the preacher or priest or whatever the fuck is going to be there. They sound kind of like the Vatican. Oh, uh, sure. I don't know how the Vatican works because I'm not super religious myself, but. From the Vatican's lawyers, Corey. Oof. Fuck. Yeah. You guys got any questions overall? Um, not necessarily about anything that you've said so far, I don't think, on my end. Jojo, any questions? 
My question yeah. is like, what does it take to make a god? Because honestly, like from you describing and how many different ones there are, it seems like there's <laughs> when Ma Mama one god big and city Daddy that love likes each other one god, and that makes that person a god. And they're like only relevant to that area, it seems, because there's so many. Basically, Joe's saying, ever since you said you could be turned into a god, he wants one of his player characters. No, to no, I don't. I don't care about my player <laughs> character becoming a god. I'm just like, why? Why is there one god for this one city, and then he's just not relevant <laughs> anywhere else? Excuse me. Like it's just like, how is that god? Goddamn. I just want to know. Yeah, sorry. Is there a, like what? Okay. When a I'm man and a woman friend. love each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's how. That's how most of the gods were made, except for the six human gods. Or, that's well, how. Gods. Oh no. Uh, Uthar spread. Like that's basically what Joe's asking, right? Like, has anyone yeah. spread anything? Like, like is what, it just like, like who's who's the god, god is to this area? running around and shit. Like spreading their shit. Yeah, there's crazy people, and you know, not crazy people is spreading gods around. And I think that's just the firm belief system. Well, you and know? I also, what I had asked Andrew, um, is to just give us the god that's worshipped yeah. by the majority in the area. So that isn't to say that these gods aren't worshipped in other places, it's yeah. just they're not the majority in those areas. Yeah, my thing, my my thing with that question was just like we went over. I don't know how many continents for all of them. Yeah, and I literally have n no okay. clue other than like three gods that were mentioned. Like I have no clue on. Well, he mentioned why this god is here. Oh, so <laughs> like the god of partying. So JoJo's more asking yeah, I don't like I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I know, but, like, I just don't see how, like, like, do, if you were to get a, like, let me just tell you, if you were a level 20 and you were to make a big city and you were the king, like, and you made it, like, a big party city and stuff, like, and everybody was, like, your follower, basically, like, everybody praised you and loved you like you were a bard, wouldn't that make that person a god then? Like, is that how the that god was made? Was somebody no. just praise the shit out of somebody just because they threw a great party or something like i'm just like how does the how did that god of party come to be see i was trying to avoid a family tree of all no i i know like i honestly i think family trees and gods are the only thing is is like there's the god like the top guy that's like i made all of you and then there's all of the ones below him. And then, like, normally if you make it so other gods make gods, that's when it gets hairy, I think. That's only because why other gods got made was because Itras had the equal power of Uthar. That's the only reason why those guys were made. And then, yeah, your example is a good one. If you start a, if you start a city and you become the ruler and stuff like that, maybe Uthar looks at that person differently and then gives him you know deity or immortality or something like that to where you know he can always be there around but you know if you're like a shitty person you know he he might not and then itris might do it or it just depends like you know it would probably more or less come down to a, a dice roll if a mortal is made a god so essentially the the two big gods Itris and Uthar. Yeah, Itris and Uthar. They're essentially like one of them makes a deity and then the other one makes a different deity to kind of counter them. So it, it to me it almost sounds like they're playing chess against each other by like, I'm going to make this god. It's like, oh, well that almost gives you too much power. So I'm going to make this god over here to counter the god you just made. And that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Sometimes. Uh, they're very uh, sibling rivalry, even though he made Itris to be a lover. Uh, all these gods have their own. They can just go, you know, if Chermelk doesn't agree with Itris, you know, she can... I don't know if she has the power to unmake him after so long of being worshipped or something like that, but, you know, he can just be like, no, fuck you, and then not go with her plan against Uthar. 
and it's the same thing for all the other gods you know goddess of the seasons she might not be you know agreeing with uthar and then she can side with itris on something or you know just whatever they're all power being so it's hard to talk about gods in that sense All right, all right. Is it like so, Corey said though? Just to, I, want, I just want to clarify. Is it like Corey said that literally, like, all of the like quote unquote bad gods are made by uh, Itris, and all the quote unquote good gods are made by Uthar? You know what I mean? Like, the light god was made by Uthar, and the dark god was made by Itris. Is it really like that or no? In some situations, yeah. The so the, the 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 in myth and legend something that i wrote that you guys never got to see because it never came up the first six were mortals and then you know those were like the first six that uthar made was the six mortals yeah, the heroes besides itchers yeah the heroes they were adventurers and they were made immortals because of what they did during the dark ages when uh itchers was just going crazy and then itchers you know realized that the balance was off and she was like fuck this and then made her own cronies but then you know they have free will so but then there's been like other gods made outside of the like 12 og ones or whatever yeah okay yeah and they all have free will it it just sounds to me more like the ones that were you know made by itris kind of will tend to side more yeah on that side but not all the time because they can also you know disagree if someone's like stepping on their feet or they don't like something that's going on exactly and there's you know it's it's just background but there's a lot of politicking within a pantheon as well you know it's just it's more like private than anything yeah sounds like a big brother household or something all politicking somewhat i think um, so are there any, uh, I guess, worshipers or, or areas on the map where, um, people may be like fanatical about their religion or are known to be like extreme or, or dangerous even because of their religions? Yes. Uh, no, you guys are doing pretty you good. I, I would think Otis for sure. So. Otis, yeah, you haven't heard it might sound surprising, time. but the monastery is very uh, uh but I was about going to say, uh, Venuthra. Is there anywhere you know, that's just it's what they believe in, it's what they religion, always believe in, it's what they drill guess, into the students' I can't heads. Really ask questions because I don't so know if you guys I would, asked them already. I but, wouldn't put them in crazy, uh, did, I would just put uh, them uh, is there in anywhere the where there religions of worship? are like driving a conflict in the world, god of dragons, like a crusades type deal or something. Okay, okay, so very intense. Yep. Or like the like the Middle East where there's Jewish people and Muslims that are constantly fighting. What's up, Austin? You got questions? You good? Like, would someone someone who worships Uthar fight someone who worships Itris, or are they like, ah, uh, we, nah, you're cool. Like, we don't we don't hate each other enough to kill each other over it, or. Just ask it anyways. <laughs> yep. You know, I haven't thought about that, but that sounds fucking sick. Actually, maybe, uh... Also, another thing I wanted to ask is, uh, I'm guessing this is yeah, this may or may not be true. Yeah, that's a good fucking question, dude. Maybe are Otis there certain paper, cultures within yeah, the world? But you that know, they worship the same thing, but just in a very different fucking form. They worship. In, like, they share a common god, or two common gods, actually. Magic it's exactly how it like is that. with Islam and Judaism. Yeah, I would say I would say Otis is probably to your question, Austin. Okay. They're like that. Beyond the wall. You know, that that's not the driving force, but I would say it is a good majority of why they're always just hounding after the metal claw wall.
also just an obligatory yeah, question Yeah, uh, the here. False Marsh and uh, definitely Beyond the have, Wall. Do you have, I mean, mm. you don't have to tell me, Austin, the player. I know it sounds weird and I'm, dumb, but that's probably the best answer. For, maybe, uh, maybe the Southern Barbarians are more shamanistic uh, in it you, as well. Do you have that, anywhere? Uh, in Itrix? Where but yeah, I would think the False Marsh, would be. Beyond the Wall, and the Southern Barbarians, and... Uh, Maybe a little bit of whatever's <laughs> in the Thundering Highlands. I just figured that is more, you know, not ancient magic, but shamanistic. That's yeah, that's just, yeah, that, those three. Uh, for the listeners who aren't uh, privy to what a Kuatoa is, they're tiny frog people who, in D&D lore, if you can get enough of them to worship you, you will become and get bestowed with some sort of godlyhood, god powers. Sure. Hey, y'all. No, I fucking hate Kuotoas. What a shame. Damn it. Um. Yeah, no, Kuotoas killed one of my cool characters, Jojo. So, uh, you know, Kuotoas, fuck those guys. And we all hate Kuatoas in the other campaign anyways, so I was like, they out. Ooh, I like that. That's why Jojo never puts them in groups around me. <laughs> this is why we're here. my we warlock can communicate telepathically with those little idiots. Uh, are there any areas like, is there, like if I were to go to that a are non-religious or where even I, worshiped, I would say you know, the worship of deities is outlawed or banned? Would there be someone who would fucking stop me and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't like your kind around here. There's not make one. Yeah. Just like, for example, I don't know. Also, is there? Uh, I, Jesus, I'll, that's a good one. Yeah. Also, I'm guessing there's like possibly something with Horbus that might be like. Is there a place that we just worship doesn't do it science over everything else? It. Huh. Fuck. Well, is there anywhere on your map where it's like there's P there's like a mage college or something who fucking. Yeah, yeah, there's there's people like that. Probably plenty of that. Oh man. Well, majority be anyone like, playing a cleric in there too better watch out. Well, I think I don't know. I think wizards are like some of the least religious people because they are like, if I read books, I can basically be a god. I, that's of my a that's own a racist question. I don't like, know. Yeah, like <laughs> chrono chronomancy wizards are super tech advanced guys that's more like artificers though more than yeah. wizards it's like do they worship science more i would say yeah there's some areas where there's inventors that you know uh maybe magi of the lake or uh, sure. yawn. <laughs> maybe the forge the forge is pretty uh uh lore heavy I can shape reality. Yeah, that's true. But I guess it's just like a different flavor of mm. like you could be like, yeah, science. So she's kind of like a wizard deity, an artificer, or like alchemy or whatever. And then, so I'll say the the way that um, other things have gotten. I'm, I'm going to bring up Forgotten Realms. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. The way they got around, around that is the goddess of magic actually like was responsible for holding this mm. magical weave together that wizards shaped to do their spells and without her the cool. weave would fail and there would be no magic for them to use it's all good i like the wizards i like uh to compare and contrast our our gods versus yeah and well gods. and that's how the gods the get their power there was a thing like, i could tell you certain gods of certain things but the gods were kicked know, like, out of heaven for being the lore of it, real rat know? bastards and not helping any of their worshippers 
And he's like, well, I'm not giving you any fucking power until you earn it. And so they had to go down and earn their godhood amongst mortals and get their worship and praise and stuff to gain their powers. And so now, like, their powers are directly based on how yeah. many worshipers they get. So they have to be good to their worshipers. I think so, too. Yeah. Sorry for bringing that up, guys. That's what I was thinking as well. I'm I'm just I'm really old and so I've read a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. I have one last uh juicy question. Okay. Alright. Is there one or multiple gods that are more likely to like intervene in mortal affairs and not care? Like let's say like a god that you'd be most likely to run into basically. If you run into a god, you're going to die. Like, just from the sheer uh, presence of them. But gods that are definitely more active with avatars are definitely the gods of war. And the god of magic uh, is very present in every day life, I suppose. Just because, you know, there's, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have this, you know, where everyone can do, you know, cantrips or whatever, but probably those three are the most like present in every day kind of thing and present i mean by you know up in otis you know if the if a god of war ever went into an avatar form and you know sided with the orcs that wall might actually come down at some point so kind of i guess I don't know if that answers your question, though, Reese. Sorry. I mean, I guess it does. I guess I just thought they'd be more... Like, I thought all of them would kind of be not so hesitant to... I mean, I guess, yeah, they're using, like, avatars or whatever. I don't know if they're making a personal appearance. I don't know what their... know what all their shit is, but... Uh... Will they get in trouble for meddling, like, down in the affairs of mortals? I think it depends on what they meddle with. Fair enough, so, like... Don't tip the balance or don't piss other people off too bad. Yeah, I think, you know, if 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 the god of peace just went and laid down the 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 you know just the law of be nice to each other and everyone just turned it just you know, there'd be twenty nine other gods that are like, What the fuck? You know what I mean? And yeah. It's the same thing for They're any all of them really nice to each other's faces so they don't start a civil war but they like meddle in the dark yeah they definitely can meddle in the dark and then if it goes to be noticed by you know even a couple gods there might be a retribution for that one that fucked with everything um have any of the deities ever been punished in any way for doing anything bad uh, not for doing anything bad, but the god of destiny, Kuharin, is definitely uh, in a, in a imposed uh, exile. Ooh. From Uthar himself, so you know it was serious. Ooh, that's juicy information for me. Jeez. Yeah. a lot that is a lot i mean and we we just covered the very the very tip of it yeah it's that picture where you see the tip of the iceberg but there's a lot more going down underneath the iceberg than you can see yeah and uh as characters there's gonna be <laughs> uh, even more we don't get because we don't get any of this fourth wall meta yeah, we gotta go into go into the campaign as blank slates. Very tough, but I believe right. in you guys. All right, so everyone good on gods? Good on gods? I think so. I I mean, for me at least, I don't know if JoJo still has any questions. No, I'm good. 
I'm I'm good. I I like to learn leave some to learn during the campaign. You yeah. Know, as we well go. and I will It's nice to have a little background. I will say for the listeners that uh I will be playing a slightly religious character at some point next season. <gasps> so we may go more in detail on some of the deities then. Or I may get beaten up for being in the wrong part of town. I don't know. So only time will tell. This might be question why some of these guys won't put in a personal appearance. He might he might ask for it. He might say, Come on. Please, please just come down here. Goading attack at who? The gods. The sky. Get down here. And then the sky. I goad attack the sky with. And then Reese just looks at me, and I'm like, I, 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 I don't know. Someone needs to be a cleric if you want interference directly like that. Yeah, yeah. And a level what? At least like ten or whatever. Yeah, I don't level fucking know. ten. They get divine for divine intervention. Yeah. yeah. Or just go murder an entire city, and then, you know, you might have uh, an appearance. Could do that, too. Or if we just fucking party hard enough, there seems Holy to be a shit. Party God to show up. Place, for us, really... place for us in the fucking pantheon oh, as This well. is a horrible He better idea. have a surfer accent if he shows up, and he better be like, Yo, bros. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I fucking that. hate you guys sometimes, because this is exactly what I was going to do, too. And then you're like, <laughs> he's got to have it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's now right. I don't want to. I'm just Not kidding. anymore. He's going to be nice, and he's going to have a suit now. Reese, good fucking job. Blue for everybody. Literally the opposite. He's the guy that knocks on the door to tell you to stop partying. That's what he looks like, but he's the party guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just a test. Just an old white guy. He's wearing a town guard's uniform. <laughs> Maybe. Open the door, music stops. He's like, good job, you didn't turn the music down, and then he turns into the real party guy and starts partying with you. And goes and does a keg stand. Hey, gives you you, I could. I think I could just describe myself as that guy because I have the long blonde surfer hair and shit like that, and basically all of my attire is just lazy dude party shit. I've had like nice, like four nice shirts maybe. That'd be fun. Maybe I'm the god of partying and just oh, got a beer stain on. <laughs> maybe. All right. I yeah, we're just up. going now. Yeah, we're just we're we're just free balling now. I think we'll uh wrap up the gods. Uh go ahead and uh follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. Twitter is roll underscore four underscore damage. Instagram is DM and crew of R four D. Our website is rollfordamage.squarespace.com. And you can go there. You can see these maps that we've been talking about. You can check out our sponsors there. Uh, we got plenty of good stuff there. We just you uh, can... got in touch with a pretty talented artist who we are going to start commissioning works from. So yep. expect some new stuff on like Insta and yeah. Keep following us for that. Uh, make sure you reach out to us. You can email us on our website. You can. <laughs> DM us on Twitter, DM us on Instagram, hey. wherever you guys want, we are there. If you check out our role, or our, our Squarespace, check the affiliates, just click the links. If nothing else, I mean, they have some pretty cool stuff to buy too, like a high quality metal die, um, and containers, uh, spell cards, uh, energy drinks for those 15 hour you know, marathon sessions. Jesus. Uh, minis. Nice. We, we've we hooked up with Eldritch uh, Foundry, Foundry, yeah, to get minis. So we got everything you need right up at the affiliates link. Yeah. yeah. And we'll uh, have more. Uh, next week, uh, we might be doing the finale. We might have another lore episode. We'll see uh how it goes um yeah there is a lot we'll more play lore. it by ear there is a lot more lore yeah i don't know how much how deep we'll get into it before we just end up starting the campaign and diving in but you know we'll have a little uh, character lore minimum for you yeah we'll do we'll do plenty of character talk and stuff like that and uh 
we'll get lore as we play the campaign as well. So for all you people who love to keep track of all this stuff and keep the DM honest, uh, we appreciate you as players. I'll fucking do it. Uh, what questions do you guys have about lore? <laughs> Abs- yeah, absolutely. Uh, give us your questions, all that. We'll answer them. And uh, until next week, uh, we'll see you guys later. Oh, wait. We'll also have a, an episode where we answer your guys' questions because we are getting questions from you guys and we are planning on answering them and, and giving you guys a shout out. So keep sending us stuff so we have enough to fill an entire episode. Yeah, that episode would be easy. We wouldn't have to plan anything. We just sit here and that would questions be the best fucking episode. That would be great. I got right. I got one uh, more thing. Whoever said oh my goodness. I know whoever said JoJo <laughs> has a sexy voice. Shout out to you. You just left yeah. an email, and I'm shout out JoJo's secret admirer. I'm definitely not uh, emailing them back. But JoJo, you got a sexy voice, baby. Let's go. Also, if that person wants, we can uh, record JoJo talking. Yeah. Uh, ASMR. Just talking. Yeah. We'll just get get JoJo in the studio, and we'll just have him do a bunch of ASMR for you. We'll oh send it to God. just you. It's going to be great. We'll, we'll do a, it's going to be awful, and it's going to we'll be We'll do great. a Patreon and uh, sell you. Our Patreon $5 tier <laughs> is JoJo licking ears for okay. ASMR. All right, we're done. Email we're, directly we're done. to <laughs> We're done with this one. I'm not even JoJo. We All out right. on that. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, guys. What the